Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Well, Ashley and I promise you a very special mini episode uh, <laughs> with a guest that could carry a mini episode. And here she is. Hey, Ashley, how you doing? Are you being silly? Hello. <laughs> our, <laughs> our special guest is right here in the room listening to you be silly. It is Connor. 
Connor Brennan. He's on the line and he's here to chat with us. Uh, this man has been a prominent figure in Bachelor Nation for the past mm, two to three months. Connor, yeah, I'm gonna, how you doing? I'm great. Uh, it's pretty crazy to be called prominent by by Ashley I. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm that, honored. <laughs> does that mean that you've been a fan of the show for a while? Yes, I know who you are. Oh, very okay. well. So <laughs> and you too, Ben. Hi, you guys. I'm, I'm I'm geeking out a little bit. It's great to meet you. Oh, Hi, thanks stop for having that. Me. Okay, that's so sweet. So okay, you are one of the people that are fans going into it. So that's always fun. Did you sign up yourself or did somebody sign you up? No, I had a friend nominate me last summer. Uh, not like as a joke, but I always I, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna get on the show, like blah blah blah. Uh, and then it ended up happening. And so, then pretty crazy. You're also I believe you're Carly Waddell's um, room, uh, her nanny's roommate. Is that right? That's right. And that is completely unrelated how that happened. And really? it was right around the same time that I was interviewing to be on Bachelorette. My roommate was interviewing to be Carly Waddell's uh, nanny. And so like right around when I left for Bachelorette, that's when that happened. Did, have you ever met her? Did she give you any advice? Yeah. Uh, she gave me a little bit of advice about paradise, which was cool. Uh, basically just that it's good to be on the beach the first day, not like come in late, yeah. which I think was pretty good advice. It's uh, it's interesting, Connor. Um, you know, in today's world of bachelor, like back in the day, like cast members came off and had like careers based on the show. And nowadays you don't see it as much, mm. but you've really stood out. Like you've, you've became a character that people recognize they know. And, and really from, the get-go of your time on the bachelorette like you made a name for yourself and uh the confidence was something that was always appealing or not even appealing i guess it was just like something that made you stand out we're gonna get into that because mm -hmm. i said on the episode uh that we came out with this uh to break down paradise that your confidence seems to be waning during paradise uh less than on the <laughs> bachelorette and i want to know why but let's start at the beginning for you we love to talk to some like where did you grow up um what was your childhood like let's let's get into it i was hoping you'd ask about my childhood <laughs> uh so i grew up in columbia illinois right near st louis um mm. had uh, my family's incredible so i had a pretty amazing childhood uh very music based you know I, I started playing piano when i was six years old my dad's a violinist as well so i have a tattoo uh of a violin here for him and he always wanted to take piano lessons when he was a kid but he had nine brothers and sisters so his family couldn't afford it so he had me take piano lessons instead. Um, and it worked out pretty well. So just a musical family, always playing songs, always singing. Uh, and yeah, really, really great childhood. Well, you seem like really a left brainer between music and then you have a master's degree in medical physics. And, yeah, oh. And then your resume includes nuclear engineer at some point? Yeah, so I was a radioactive materials inspector for the state of Wisconsin which was pretty wild. And then you transitioned to eighth grade math teacher. Yeah, I uh, just kind of stumbled into that. I'd, I've been a math tutor my whole life because I, I love math and I love kids and I love teaching math. Um, and so I was working for a tutoring company here in Nashville and then just found out that uh, kind of a friend of theirs needed a full-time math teacher. And I was like, let's give it a try. Why not? What uh, what high school are you teaching at or middle school? It was uh, Templeton Academy in Nashville. So like a, a small private middle school and high school downtown. Really I cool. spent a lot of time in Nashville. My fiance is from oh. Franklin. So, awesome. um, but you know, you seem like, a, like kind of a Renaissance man, like you're up to a lot. Like, 
I feel like the more like you're one of those dudes that we go out and gr- grab a beer and I would just want to sit there for two hours and hear about all the things you've done with your life. <laughs> um, what do you at this point now, what do you feel like your path is like, what are you like really investing into? It's a great question. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause there's, there's so many different things I have interest in. Like I obviously love music and I'm passionate about it, but I'm also passionate about math and um, physics and nuclear engineering. So right now I'm probably, I don't think I'm going to go back into teaching. Uh, I did it for a year and it was, it was a hard job, especially in a pandemic. It was a really tough mm-hmm. job. Um, and so I think I might try to get back into nuclear engineering or look into like some medical sales type thing where I can use like my medical physics degree. Uh, but then always, always music will be a part of my life, obviously, in one form or another. I feel like you could really woo the ladies saying that you're into nuclear engineering. I'm not even <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic. Like you that sounds me. Yeah, that sounds so smart. Like that's like a real fancy job. Okay. All right. I'll keep that in <laughs> I mind. would I would throw that out there more often. All right, maybe I should be leading with that. I was a nuclear <laughs> engineer. <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay, so you get signed up to be on The Bachelor by a friend, The Bachelorette, and then you show up in a cat costume. And we've been saying multiple times in this podcast that you had your finest moment in the cat costume, and I feel like the strongest chemistry you ever had with Katie in it, did it have magical powers? Did you feel like you had like a a facade on? It was, you know, maybe it was the fact that I, uh, yeah, it had magical powers and I got to kind of hide a little bit in the cat suit. It it just, uh, I came out guns blazing. And, and when you're in a cat suit, you can either, you know, uh, be full confidence and go for it or, you know, kind of hide. And I went full confidence with it. Uh, yeah, but I think that that probably was one of our best nights was, was me in the cat suit. It was just, it was a lot of fun. We were both cracking up. Um, and it was just funny. And that, that was the goal of it. It wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be like, Hey, look at me. I'm in a cat suit. It was just, uh, I hope Katie laughs. Like I would just wanted to make her laugh basically. You, uh, if you were to describe yourself, you're, you're a hard dude to figure out. I'll be honest. Uh, we're going to get into that in a bit. Um, <laughs> and I think it's like a, a compliment. Like I would take it. And I mm. say that with like, um, you're, you're, you're obviously very intelligent. You're good looking. You're musically talented. Um, you show up in a cat suit, which could say all those things. It also could say the opposite of all those things. You never know. Um, <laughs> how would you describe yourself? Wow. Uh, that's a great question. I, so if I had to describe myself, I would say that I, one thing I pride myself on, especially on this show was being very genuine. Okay. Um, and you, you, you know, you hear people saying like, oh, this person, so-and-so was here for the wrong reasons, blah, blah, blah. I came on and my goal, I wanted to fall in love. Uh, that's why I went on the show. That's why I went on both shows. And I wanted to be the fullest version of myself. And I, I did that. I showed up. I brought my whole self, my goofy music, fun-loving, whatever self. Um, so I think I would like to say that I'm genuine is, is one thing you can say about me. Uh, yeah. You got a little annoyed this week, or uh, so we hear in our hot topics, when Lance Bass said on Nick Nick's podcast that you perhaps were there for a music career. Yeah, come on, Lance Bass. <laughs> um, so I was annoyed with Lance Bass for saying that because I love Lance Bass. And I was so excited to meet him. And we had like some really good conversation and we were really friendly. Um, and I was just like kind of in awe of him, obviously. And then 
I, as I remember it, all the guys were kind of standing there from Katie's season because none of us had seen any of the episodes. And of course, we're like, what happened? Like, we showed up, we lived this crazy experience, you know, we had all these emotions, and now we want to know, what are they showing? Like, what do we look like on TV? So I think all of us were kind of asking questions about the show. And then I was like, oh, did my song make it? Because I wanted to know if I was on the show at all. I didn't even know if I was going to show up on TV at all. Um, and so it wasn't like, hey, I want to start a music career. It was just, I was genuinely interested if they showed my song or not. Um, and so it, it was, yeah, I was really worried going on to both shows. Well, really just Bachelorette that people were going to say, oh, he's here for the wrong reasons. He's here for a music career, blah, blah, blah. Because you've just seen that so many times that people say that. And so I am sensitive about that. And that's why having one of your heroes say it, it's just like, it's a bummer. You know, it, it definitely stung coming from him. But the cool thing is all the people coming out of the woodworks to defend me and being like, Connor is one of the most genuine people I've ever met. Like his music was great. It wasn't just me walking around being the annoying asshole with an instrument. It was, you know, I want people to sing along. I want people to have fun. That's why I play music to bring people together, not to show off and be like, Hey, look at me. I'm a musician. It's to make people laugh. And that's why I play music. Um, and so it was cool to see a lot of people from my season, a lot of people from bachelor in paradise and a lot of strangers just come out and say, um, yeah, no, he wasn't there for that reason. He was there to, you know, fall in love. And if he played songs, that's just part of who he is. Yeah. It's uh, I want to talk to you about something for a second. Cause obviously Thomas's storyline is one that's being highlighted and, um, it feels very quick these days how a narrative can get created, you know? Mm -hmm. So we've watched this as fans and seen, uh, and I want your insight. I thought you'd be a guy to talk to about it. We're like, Thomas shows up to Bachelorette and we're like, Hey, he wants to be the Bachelor. And we're like, well, who doesn't? Um, and it seems like everybody at least knows that's in the back of their head. Mm -hmm. Then he goes on paradise. He walks down the beach and like right away, you know, uh, the sharks attack and he's, <laughs> you know, pushed aside and uh and kind of defined by the narrative that he had from the show and you've now experienced how quickly this narrative can get created mm -hmm. like you see how dangerous that can be for for thomas even this week you said something like hey i don't trust anything that comes out of that guy's mouth what is it that we aren't seeing because if it's just that he wants to be the bachelor that's the biggest issue people have with him then like i say yeah i knew 30 guys like that um mm. so what is it that we're not seeing that that the bachelor thing was never the biggest issue like that was just kind of a small part of it so what i'll say is that i pride myself on being a very genuine person and what i get from thomas at least on the show was that i couldn't figure out who he genuinely was hmm. a lot of times it felt like he was saying what people wanted to hear and a lot of times we, we he would just lie like we caught him in some direct lies yeah. And so that's where it really graded on me because the one thing I ask from people is just like, be yourself, be genuine. If you're an asshole, be that. Don't hide anything, you know, just show up as yourself. I could never figure out who Thomas actually was. And so I was going to try to give him another chance on Bachelor in Paradise, but he kind of just showed up and did the same sort of thing, right? I just did not feel any genuineness from him. So I'd, I'd definitely be interested in giving him another chance and meeting him in real life and talking to him. But yeah. 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 I guess lies are hard to like show, right? It's hard to trace yeah. back on television to show like, right. Oh, you told me this in secret or you told me this on the side. And now I'm, you did mm -hmm. that enough and enough in me. So that makes more sense. Yeah. But like Ashley and I are watching this and we're like, we don't know what to get, like what's wrong. Like why sure. people hate this dude so much. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, he, he just changes his story a lot based on who he's with and who he's talking to. Interesting. Is there anybody else in the Paradise cast that you feel like isn't represented to their utmost on the show um, or a storyline that you feel like a lot of content is missing? Yeah, well, I, there's so much that happened and we only get to see such small parts of it, especially on Bachelor in Paradise. There's just so much happening every single day. It's crazy to see what doesn't make it in. Weirdly, um, Carl, for me, got a redemption in Bachelor in Paradise because I came in ready to hate that it. A little bit on yeah. TV, yeah. I came in ready to be mad at Carl still because we left and, you know, when he left, I was all pissed off at him. And then we kind of just sat around and talked with him and he became one of the guys with Katie's guys. Like we all had some good discussion with him, talked things out. He was really genuine and honest with us. And I really started to like the guy a lot. And there was a moment when I was really sad and I was just kind of sitting by myself being sad boy on the beach, playing my guitar song. Um, and he came up and sat next to me, you know, there weren't cameras or anything. It was just an off screen moment. He came up and sat next to me and it was just like, uh, Hey, play me a song. Like I'd love to hear a new song you wrote or something like that. And we just had this cool little moment where he wanted to hear a song and we sat and talked and it was nice. Aww. So yeah, That's sweet. Yeah, we, we don't get to see enough of that. He, he still comes off to me as the guy that was on the bachelorette. Like I like him more, but he's still like, I yeah. could do without it. Um, <laughs> so it just, he's know? definitely a goofball. <laughs> yeah. So it's good to know, you know, that he had that moment. Yeah. Now we're going to get into your whole storyline of paradise. And before we do, I want to ask you, you know, you've obviously had a very accomplished career. Um, you probably don't have a hard time dating. Uh, you've got thrown into this world now and you're talking to us, you're talking to Nick or I don't even know if you talk to Nick. You're just talking to people um all the time now about this show and now you've experienced paradise what do you make of it all like i mean it's it's got to be ah it's yeah in a word it's pretty surreal definitely uh especially since it all happened so fast Mm -hmm. as in you know bachelorette was only a few months ago and before i even saw the outcome of that i was already on bachelor in paradise meeting a bunch of bachelor people who I'd seen on TV. So I was starstruck when I showed up. I was just like, Oh my God, like I get to meet you and you, this is so cool. Um, it's, it's crazy. And, and a couple of things that I take away from it are that every person I met, uh, they were so much cooler in real life than on TV. (laughs) Really? Like everyone's more attractive and cooler in real life. It's just something about, no, you guys, you guys are the coolest. (laughs) It, it really is. You meet them in person and you just get a fully fleshed out version of them rather than just a small, tiny moment on television. Yeah. So that's one of my biggest takeaways is just like, it's, it's, it's very curated what you see. And it's really cool to meet these people in real life and realize that they're, oh, they're awesome people, even more awesome than I would have thought. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, 
For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (laughs) 
Now, we see you having a thing with Marissa early on. Was there anybody else that you were kind of talking to or were interested in that we didn't get to see you talk with? Uh, yeah, so I went in really, really excited to meet Jasenia. Um, I was, yeah, uh, I talked about her a lot in my interviews. And if you saw my little Paradise song, I had her name yeah. in the Paradise song. Yeah. Um, and so I was really excited to meet her. And we had a conversation the first day that was really good. And then she and I both kind of coupled up pretty quickly, right? Like she had Ivan and I had Marissa. Uh, I don't know if they're going to show this or not, but I actually did end up writing a song for Jasenia because I was really crushing on her and then, you know, hit it off with Marissa and just sending it off with Ivan. But when things kind of switched up with Marissa, I still found that I had some pretty strong feelings for Jasenia. And so I wrote a song and shot my shot in a pretty big way. And that, you know, there's so many things happening that that's, that doesn't, I don't think it makes it into the cut, but uh, yeah, a little off screen moment. Okay. Well, Connor, like, this is not technically a spoiler because you can do the math on it, on the dates and all that. You kissed that girl in the audience at Men Tell All and you liked it. And you <laughs> asked for her number and that was taped in July. So I just have this inkling that maybe Paradise doesn't go in like the most positive direction for you. Like maybe you don't find love. Did anything happen with that girl? Because we did hear in the aftermath that she was a hired actress. So like they're really putting you through the ringer. <laughs> well, um, there. Okay. So the hired actress thing, they asked for volunteers to kiss me and she volunteered. Oh, she so was I, so pretty. Actually, I, I, she was, she was really pretty. So I got her number uh, and we definitely talked and FaceTimed a bit, okay. but you know, she lives in LA. I live in Nashville. So I think uh, for now we'll probably just be friends, but she's pretty amazing. I mean, awesome. if Connor finds love in paradise, I, I would celebrate it. If he doesn't, I'm not worried about the guy, like, at all. Like, uh, <laughs> like he lives in Nashville, one. He's going to be the most popular dude in the U.S. because Nashville is the bachelorette capital of the world. And I know how my buddies <laughs> treated it once uh, we got done with our show in Nashville. I'm not worried about him. Um, he's going to be great. <laughs> Thanks, he's man. I appreciate fine. that. Thank you. Now, uh, yeah, so... We see this love story play out. I want to dive into a bit for you. Um, you you seem heartbroken, especially this week. Um, I don't know what to ask first about your outfit and why you decided that was a good idea. I think it was a few. <laughs> just, just, just to be clear, Connor, yeah, I think, think it? it is a fantastic idea. Like, if I went to Paradise, I've always had this philosophy on this show. I know I'm not the most fashionable. I know I'm not going to look as good as everybody else in suits and all those like outfits mm -hmm. that they put on. Mm -hmm. So like my strategy in paradise would be to be ridiculous and just to like wear whatever it takes that feels like you picked it out of like a thrift shop. That was one of those moves. I respect <laughs> it. So I guess I'll start there. Where did you find that outfit? Why did you decide that was a good idea? And why did that do you think this is going to be something I wear as somebody's looking for their husband? <laughs> okay let me answer those in order i think i found it on zara online and i saw it and i was like oh my god i want to wear that uh and i had one of my best friends here in nashville helped me plan out all my outfits for both bachelorette and bachelor in paradise yeah. and i showed her that outfit and she said no you are not wearing that on television and i said okay and then i took it anyway <laughs> yeah and that morning i was looking through my clothes 
And I was kind of bummed because, you know, uh, the, the date with Marissa and Riley. And I was like, we're going in guns blazing. Let's do it, baby. Full confidence. Let's put on something that makes me feel, I don't know about sexy, but uh, makes me feel confident at least. So that did make you feel confident? Or were you just, you, I, I looked at that outfit and thought you were like, oh, I give Throw zero. Throw it in the towel. <laughs> Throw it in the towel. Right. But you're no. saying you felt great in it. Oh, I felt great. I felt like I looked good. I felt like I was rocking and rolling. I felt like everybody was checking me out. I was like, hell yeah, it takes some confidence to rock a, a rock a onesie like that. We're just going to go for it. Uh, and so I threw it on and I felt great. And then I uh, went and strutted my stuff. I like it. I, I know you. Ashley, I feel like you don't like the outfit. I, yeah, didn't, I, like I it. didn't love the outfit for the reasoning that you... <laughs> I feel like if you, it was not a seducing outfit and perhaps in the moment I was hoping that maybe like Listen, you would be more if, in a seductive mode. But Seductive isn't really my, my MO. I am a yeah. goofball. I know who I am. If somebody doesn't accept me. Okay. At seductive my isn't onesie, my MO either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say like you and I both can relate with this. Like if you and I are trying to show up to the beach and be seductive, like we're gonna fail miserably. It's gonna be awful for both of us. Now, here's the other thing. Well, yeah. Well, wait. I have to say this. I have to have to say this. I trump you as far as embarrassing outfit choices in Paradise because when Jared dumped me in Paradise, uh -huh. like, and he left, like the time that it was for real. Yeah. Um, I was wearing an I'm a Kim shirt, referring to <laughs> I'm a Kim Kardashian with a high-waisted skirt. That's the Ashley I love. <laughs> <laughs> and Jade Incredible. knew that he was going to dump me. And she was like, I don't know how to tell her she should probably change her shirt because it's going to be even oh more demoralizing. God. So she didn't. And now, in hindsight, I think it's absolutely hilarious. I was wearing an I'm a Kim shirt in that Incredible. moment. But you know what? Now that I remember all of this, now I'm saying salute to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, just a little piece that we've never talked about. I'm all for it because in high school, I was the guy in the football locker room who would like get changed for football practice mm. and be having on like the banana hammock that was like leather and just like wait till people commented or not leather leopard. Sorry. Leopard. I was leopard. <laughs> Connor in my faces were like a banana hammock. What? He was wearing like a thong, no, like one of those things that the magic Mike guys wear. I feel like that would translate over to paradise where I would be the one that would show up in a wild outfit because if somebody's attracted to that and can giggle about it, then I'm like, hey, we've got something. But if you just want me to be like ripped and show off all the time, mm -hmm. I'm never going to be able to sustain that. Like I'm, I'm, I, I got about a day of that maybe. In I, I would like to see uh, a picture of you in this leopard print <laughs> banana hammock. Yeah, I hope that exists not, somewhere. Let's not bring out the sleuths. Let's find that. Bring out the sleuths. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing is, Marissa and I, and I don't think you got to see a lot of this. We were goofballs together. Really? Like we would just sit there and crack each other up about the dumbest shit. And like literally our conversations were hysterical. Just, and me, Demi and Marissa sat in the pool the day before talking about the dumbest shit you've ever heard. And it was so funny. And we were like, I was crying laughing with those two. And so I knew that like Marissa's a goofball too. And she would, you know, I wasn't trying to seduce her. I was just trying to. Oh, see, truly we wouldn't know that. We see that. Because we yeah. see her as like yeah. this you know, she's like, whoa, like really sensual comes on oh, yeah, with, the, with talk about leopard with her boobies yeah. in, in that leopard yeah. outfit. 
<laughs> yeah. No, she's she's so gorgeous and hot, but she's also so like just fun to talk to, and she's a goofball. We didn't and, get to see that. That's frustrating know, because like it is. I feel like that would have added to the element for us as being like, hey, now I get why Connor's so upset. Like they had a lot exactly. of fun. Instead, we're yeah. watching. We're like, of course he doesn't have Marissa. Like <laughs> her and Riley have such a bigger thing going on, but we didn't get to see her connection. Yeah, and that's why that's why I was so nonchalant and non worried about her going on the date yeah. because I knew the connection that Marissa and I had, and I thought I honestly thought, uh, well, I don't think there's any way that Riley is gonna like have a connection like that with her. There's just no way. Like we've hit it off, we've cracked each other up, we've like cried laughing at stuff together. So I really wasn't worried, um, and then I got worried after that. <laughs> All right, yeah. So let's talk about that moment and like how your heart felt. Did it sink when you heard that they went to the boom boom room? I honestly didn't know if that was a rumor or not until I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. So I heard it. Yeah. So I heard that rumor. Uh, you know, Taj told me, but then I also heard that maybe they just like cuddled or maybe they didn't even go to the boom, boom room. So when I was there, I wasn't, I was also scared to ask people because I wasn't going to go up to people and be like, Hey, did they go to the boom, boom room? Like that just wasn't my, like, it wasn't for me to know if she wasn't going to tell me, I guess. So my heart definitely sank. And that kind of changed my perspective because Marissa and I had that conversation the next morning and I thought we were still on. I thought things were still yeah. good to go and that like even if she liked me and riley i was okay with that like we would figure it out um so based on the conversation we had that morning i thought that she still really liked me and wanted to pursue things and then the, that whole rest of the day she spent her entire day with riley like right next to him and i was like uh, oh okay like i'm starting to make sense of this but i that night when i talked to her i basically had to break up with myself for her she didn't do it yeah because I, I was like i just i think she was afraid to hurt me mm-hmm. and so i couldn't really get a straight answer out of her i was like you know but after the whole day it became pretty apparent and then they kind of showed up to the bonfire together and i was like okay like i i think i understand what's happening here so that special mm-hmm. secret date that you were trying to set up on campus never happened Mm-mm. no because mm-hmm. yeah once i found out that she like went to the boom boom room and then saw the way she was literally just hanging out with Riley the whole day. I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't even think she would want to go on a date with me tonight. But I had, I had some cute plans. Like I, I was, I had, a, I had like a list of ideas of the dates I was going to take her on that night. Tell you know, just trying to figure out like what I could do on the beach and whatnot. What were they? I wanted to do, uh, I thought a wine and paint night could be fun. Like where we just set up canvases on the beach and paint and drink wine. Yeah. Uh, what else did I have? A taco night where we just try a bunch of different types of tacos. Fun. Uh, an ice cream bar or something like that because we had talked about ice cream and I had drunkenly eaten a ton of ice cream like two nights before. Yeah. Uh, I, there. there were a couple others, but I can't remember. Just like fun little beach dates. Now, not to like, I mean, I, I only asked this so to give our, the viewers and the listeners a little bit more detail. I've I've been shocked this season, and maybe it's just because I'm more into this season than and I've it's been a while for Paradise, but you know, with the pain of seeing people date other people. I asked Ashley last week, I was like, how does this happen? Like, how are you okay with it? How do you process through it? You're not okay. Um, yeah, and she said, I'm not you're not okay with it. And she kind of explained, but for you, Connor, as you're seeing this happen and now you're seeing this person that you care about and that you're interested in come to a bonfire with somebody else right in front of you. 
and that in this environment, it's acceptable, still not okay, like still not, doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, but still okay. Like, what are you feeling during that? Yeah, I mean, the confusing is there's not just one emotion you're feeling, right? It's a lot, it's a mix of confusing emotions. And I was still trying to make sense of everything because I hadn't heard from her directly what was happening. And so I think what I was feeling was just kind of not, uh, there was no anger at all. It was just a little bit of sadness and a little bit of like, well, I was kind of excited about this. but And now, so that mm-hmm. that like kind of disappointment about this really could have been something like, like, uh, like I loved the connection we had. And so it's it's just that kind of like letdown of realizing, uh, you know, what's happening. And then also that's mixed in with kind of almost still fresh off the breakup with Katie Thurston of just mm-hmm. feeling like, well, here we go again, someone not picking me, like someone just not like just not getting chosen again. So having that add on to that kind of just made me feel like, well, what's what's wrong with me? Like, why? Why do I always not get picked on the beach or wherever it is? And so I know that's an irrational thought, but that's always what pops up when that sort of thing happens. Um, so that was definitely part of it. We'd probably be bad hosts if we didn't ask um, how your psyche is doing with the whole kissing thing. <laughs> because let's be clear, well, Katie really just meant that it was a chemistry thing, not a skill thing. We hope that you didn't ever interpret it otherwise. Oh, I definitely interpreted it otherwise. Don't yeah, worry. So I, I was like, yeah, this guy sucks. Yeah, like, I, it's the same as life. I literally came back from Bachelorette and I was like, I'm a terrible kisser. I That thing on the tell-all, I texted my a couple exes and I was like, am I a bad kisser? Like, So I was very much in my head, especially once I got back and, and watched all the episodes, got back from Paradise, and then saw all the people talking about me being a bad kisser and whatnot. Uh, and so it's... I won't lie. I'm very much in my head when I kiss people now. Uh, I am, you know, I wish I could just relax and kiss somebody, but always in the back of my mind, I'm like, am I doing a really terrible job? Like, is this awful? Like she hates this, blah, blah, blah. Like we're getting past that though. We're, we're, we're getting through that. Your pillow does not judge you just like, <laughs> um, it's, it's a, the safest place. You to appreciate practice. that. I'll keep practicing. And I'll also say that, um, once you meet the right person, it doesn't really matter how good of a kisser you are. Like it does maybe at times, but like I'll kiss Jess like when I have bad breath. I'll kiss Jess <laughs> like walking to the door, give her a little smooch and mm-hmm. give her like once you meet the right person, man, that that goes away. You should just feel confident. Someone's gonna somebody's gonna fall in love with you and and that kissing thing will go out the window pretty soon. Don't make me cry. <laughs> Thanks. That's really beautiful. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people, or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, we have just a few more minutes left with you, but I do want to ask about one couple whose relationship we saw kind of fall apart this week. 
It was Kenny mm. and Mari with the whole Demi triangle. Is there anything more to that that you'd like to add in? And like, are we? Did you were you as confused about Mari's message to Kenny as as he was? Um, I think yeah. I don't really know. I can't speak on where Mari's head was at, but I, I got to say I'm sure she was probably interested in Kenny, but just didn't want to lock it down after you know however many days it's been um and then i think i think obviously kenny got a little bit pissed and, and went off and was like all right get then i'm gonna make out with demi uh so it was maybe not the clearest communication between them type of thing i don't think i think kenny probably took it a little harder than mari meant it to be taken um but also it's it's a confusing place the beach is and you're running on not a lot of sleep you know, you might be hungover or drunk or anything like that. So it's just, it's a lot of times hard to process emotions and what people are saying in real time. So weird shit happens all the time. <laughs> now, to close up here, I have a final question. Ashley might have a final question. She probably has a rapid fire for you prepared. Should we do rapid, rapid fire? Yeah, but I want to ask him a question okay. before we, we get into okay. it here. Um, Connor, uh, you're a dude from Nashville. Mm um who is up to a lot who has a lot of a lot of curious things that you're you're a lot of things that you're curious about in life and um you go on the show you come off the show and i would say that from our perspective you should i would i'm not going to tell you how to feel but i would say hey you should have some more confidence maybe than when you walked in like um you've gotten a lot of good attention uh people have been very interested in you you've taken your 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 hits and and you're going to stand back up and walk into it how are you doing today? If you're explaining what it feels like to be Connor Brennan walking into Nashville, Tennessee as a man that's been on this show and is now um, getting back out there, how, how, how do you feel? How are you personally? Uh, that's a really great question. And thank you for asking. Um, it's been, I will be honest, it's been a roller coaster. It's been mostly great with some, with a couple of lows here and there. Like last week with the Lance Bass thing, not just him saying it, but then all the people coming out and saying terrible things initially about me wanting to be there for music. I was really down. I was really, really, I had a terrible day. I basically just laid in bed all day. I was really like sad and depressed. And then uh, the next day, this overwhelming amount of support and love. And like my mom made a Twitter account just to tweet something nice to me. And just like so many people saying kind things. And I was like, I was being stupid yesterday. I'm so lucky. I'm so incredibly like grateful for what this experience has given me. So that's where I'm, Right now, that's where I'm back at is just like, how lucky am I to have gotten to be on this show, to have met such incredible people um, and to have like been able to really learn things about myself and come out with so much more confidence. I am a hundred times more confident than I was walking in with that mm. cat suit. I was terrified. Uh, yeah. I thought I was getting sent home night one. And so it's just like seeing the changes in myself over the past few months has been crazy. So it, it feels really, really great. And I'm mostly just just a lot of gratitude for everything that this has been. It's uh, it's interesting because those are the things that we think back on. Ashley and I talk about it even offline a lot, like where you go on, you think you'd be help, let go on night one and you are now all of a sudden thrust into this whole new world <laughs> that you never expected, but that changes you for the better and allows you to meet people. Ashley meets her husband. And I, I still think, you know, meeting my fiance came from, you know, the show and her trust, her mom's trust that I wasn't like some weirdo. <laughs> um, message on Instagram, but like life will make sense over time. I will say this: 
we warn everybody because you're not the only one that deals with it. There's people listening to deal with it. Mm. The, 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 the hating, the, the trolls, um, don't stop necessarily. Um, sure. but you become a little more resilient. You grow, you grow some grit, some character over time, but you're not alone in that. And I, I want to share that with you is Ashley and I talk about it. You're not alone in that. We both mm. in, were in it. We've been through it. We'll still be in it. Um, so stay strong, buddy. Thanks for coming on now. I'll pass it off to Ashley to close us out with uh, rapid fire. because She's great at it. Thanks, Ben. I really appreciate that. It's really fun when we wrap with this. Okay. So what is, say you are, you know, doing a set in Nashville, you're doing your music mm-hmm. thing. What is your go-to cover song? Walking in Memphis by Mark Cohn. Oh, so good. Yeah. Such a great song. So good. <laughs> Uh, who was the Bachelor alum that you wanted to see in Flirt With in Paradise, but you didn't get it? Other than Ashley uh, and I. Other than Ashley and I. Other than, other than Ashley and Ben. <laughs> uh, Brittany Galvin, for sure, from Matt's season. Brittany, okay, very good. Uh, let's see. She was in your song, wasn't she? She was, she was, yep. <laughs> Her and Jacenia and Abigail. Okay, so then what about who is a celebrity that you wish you could slide into their dms and get a response from oh wow that's a really good one um okay not in a romantic way but i did um dm olivia rodrigo because wells posted this photo of saying that i was like the olivia rodrigo of paradise or something like that and i dm'd olivia and i was like hey we should write a song to make wells cry so that's my I, she's such a great songwriter did she read it no, she didn't. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. What was your go-to order at Wells's bar? So Wells would make this spicy margarita that I would go for every time. And basically progressively every day, I would tell him to make it a little bit spicier. So he'd put a little bit more like jalapeno in there. So by the end, I was just like coughing every time I drank it. It was great. It kept me alive. It's perfect. Um, do you, have you ever used a pickup line? <laughs> oh god um i'm sure i'm sure i have at some point i'm really really bad at just walking up to like a girl in a bar i i can't do that sometimes that's you know why i play music so people come talk to me because i'm too nervous to go talk to people <laughs> um but if i was going to use a pickup line it would probably be something mathy it would be a pun like a dumb pun for sure because you're very punny as we saw in that one episode thank you arguably thank you <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite food Favorite food is ice cream, hands down. Love ice cream. I could eat it every day. I actually did eat it every day for like a year once. So big fan. What's your favorite flavor then? (sighs) Pretty basic. I like cookie dough. I got to be honest. I love a big chunk of cookie dough. Chocolate's my favorite. So I'm very basic as well. And then my last question for you is what's your most embarrassing moment of all time? Of all time. Oh my God. Um, Shoot. Put me on the spot with that one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to think of that all in spot. Um, There's one that's in your head right now that you don't want to share because <laughs> you just need to share it. Uh, I actually am blanking out completely right now. What have I been very embarrassed by? Um, went to France uh, with my girlfriend at the time. This was like a few years ago. Went to Paris. We went to the Louvre. It was awesome. Got really drunk on wine the night before. Like had a bottle of wine each or something like that. We go into the Louvre, so I am crazy hungover in the Louvre, just like hating my life, but seeing this beautiful art and being like, wow, this is great. I'm so hungover. I feel like death. I want to die. And so we go to the little like the little coffee stand in the Louvre uh, and 
we're going to try to get some coffee and like a croissant or some sandwich or something like that to bring me back to life. And I had been trying to learn a tiny bit of French, like just enough to order. And so I, tr- I tried to order something in French. It came out in Spanish no. because, because yeah. I know a little bit of Spanish. So I ended up saying something in Spanish with a French accent, but also completely wrong in both mm-hmm. languages. And so I like walked up, tried to order something, came out in Spanish. And the guy, like the, this French guy just like stares at me. Mm. And all of a sudden, uh, my, like my girlfriend at the time looks at me, she's like, what? what did you just say? Like what just came out of your mouth? And I literally just like let her order. And I just like slunked away and like, like slumped my head down. I thought you were going to say you barfed on the guy. That would have been a better story. And then I barfed on him. Yeah. The, uh, nothing makes you dumber than, uh, than the day after a night out. God. It's stupid. Makes you question everything. (laughs) Yep. Um, Hey, uh, Connie, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for spending the time with us. Of course you guys. Uh, wishing the best. We hope you come back on again um, and uh, and break down some episodes with us or just mm. chat life. Um, it's been a pleasure. Ashley? It's been so fun. So, so thank you for, for being here and for giving us your time. Uh, Connor, you have been a joy to get to know, um, especially over the past 45 minutes, because I feel like we really have gotten to get to know you more. So, Connor, you have to follow our lead. I've been Ashley. I've been Connor. And I've been Ben. Thanks for joining the Almost Famous Podcast. Good job. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.